Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Good evening, everyone. Sorry for the delay there. Uh, lost track of time right here. Uh, we welcome you, of course, ladies and gentlemen, from the WCWUSHQ in Trinity, North Carolina, to episode number <clears throat> 1066 of the w of the Mothership broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is, of course, the one and the only WCWS revolution. Uh, from the HQ tonight, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, of course, here on the line here with you. As we just had to talk about our favorite subject, subject of all time, that being, of course, for, uh, professional wrestling. Uh, we will, of course, bring you, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> uh, of course, like I said, in addition to your wrestling news and views and history and birthdays here tonight, uh, getting our first volley of our wrestling history and birthdays ready to go here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, uh, he is a two-time WWS Hall of Famer. And part of the team, which brings you, of course, WWS <clears throat> Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. He's also, of course, a co-founder of the Gross and Stuffless Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page, <clears throat> hailing, of course, from Front Royal, Virginia. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome, of course, um, the human suplex machine, John Gross. Um, John, we welcome you, sir, to episode number to episode number, of course, uh, 1066 of Revolution. Um, sorry for the delay there. There was no need to try to con to call me through Facebook Messenger. I, I I just simply just dozed off and all that while I was just trying to uh, get warm here a little bit before the show, and I guess somehow something must have happened, so my apologies there. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, will be, you know, of course, in addition to your News, interviews, and history and birthdays here tonight. <clears throat> of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <clears throat> we'll say we'll say here in just a few minutes. Of course, uh, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo, or of course our friends from 411mania.com. In addition to, of course, like I said, your news, interviews, and history and birthdays here tonight. We'll be bringing you our thoughts and opinions, <clears throat> our thoughts and opinions, of course, about what happened last night here on on uh, the, on uh, NXT 2.0. We'll get you some thoughts in, of course, about uh, uh, tonight's edition of uh, AEW Dynamite, and also, and also, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <clears throat> we'll get you an update here on the AEW US. Uh, um, a title match with Antonio Gutierrez and Justin Carter versus, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. And also, of course, we'll give you another up. We'll also, of course, uh, 
let you know how we stand, of course, in the full gear prediction title challenge. Of course, as we will start doing some predictions on that, of course, here uh, uh, at least some at least sometime tomorrow. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll try to get in some definitely get thoughts in about tonight's uh, about about uh, of course uh, about Survivor Series. As of course, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, that's coming up on the twenty first of this month. We'll, of course, get you in some more thoughts and opinions, of course, about all of that. Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, let us now go ahead and get started here at 9.21 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, again, ladies and gentlemen, my humblest apologies for, of course, starting here a little bit late. Um, but sometimes, of course, when you have to, of course, uh, get warm here before we... Uh, but um, get warm here for just a few seconds, and that's what I was. Uh, that's what I was simply trying to do, and apparently, ladies and gentlemen, somewhere around the mix, I must have probably dozed off. So my humblest apologies for that taking place. So, and again, I apologize to also to John, of course, whomever, uh, whomever else, of course, here is. Uh, uh, does come on, of course, the show here uh, <clears throat> here tonight. Uh, the WC- the WWUS Radio Network, of course, hereby thanks our friends at 411mania.com for providing tonight's, of course, wrestling news reviews here report. And, of course, also, also of course, uh, in addition to right here on Revolution, of course, on all of our, our other shows, including Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, <clears throat> Power Hour, of course, WWS this morning, as well as, of course, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, Sports Machine. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully we can get some of our other shows up and going here before the end of the year. And, of course, 411 Mania will be utilized, of course, towards that front right there. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get you up to date here as we got everything here uh, as best as we, of course, possibly can here. Just kind of hoping to try to get this done. Hopefully, to try to get a lot of this done a little bit sooner. But again, of course, obviously with, obviously, of course, obviously the fact that I that, that we officially dozed off here, uh, <clears throat> it just simply just from just from one thing to another, folks. My humblest apologies there. Jeremy Thomas posted this story, of course, right here. Um, the War set for next week's edition of Major League Wrestling Fusion Alpha. Next week's episode of MLW Fusion Alpha will see the airing of the War Chamber match, plus more. It was announced on tonight's show the match, which took place during this past weekend's taping, will air on next week's show. Also set for next week is Cesar Duran revealing his big surprise. The show will air next Wednesday, of course, on on YouTube, of course, uh, <clears throat> uh, Major League Wrestling, of course, posted both of these to their Twitter account. Um, <clears throat> um, so be sure to, of course, check out their personal Twitter accounts here, which is at MLW, if you wish to, of course, check out, uh, so, so check out, of course, some of the latest developments, of course, on that front. Speaking of Major League Wrestling, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy Thomas posted this story. As we have the first finalist officially set for Major League Wrestling's 2021 Opera Cup. <clears throat> of course, we have our first finalist 
uh, for Major League Wrestling's 2021 Opera Cup after this week's MLW Fusion Alpha. Wednesday's show saw Davey Richards defeat Bobby Fish to advance to the finals of the tournament. Richards is set to face the winner of the match between uh, Calvin Tateman and TP at League Wrestling's War Chamber, which was taped over the weekend. You can check out some of those tweets that are, of course, here as well through Major League Wrestling's uh, Twitter account. So you can check that out right there. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight. As Brian Danielson weighs in on WWE's releases, thanks should be able to give 90 days notice. Brian Danielson recently shared his thoughts on WWE's recent talent releases. Danielson was a guest on Ariel Helwani's The MMA Hour and was asked about WWE's recent cuts, saying that he sort of gets it, also believes talent should be able to give a 90-day notice to get out of their contracts. You can see some, here's some highlights right here per Wrestling Inc. On WWE's recent list, Danielson says, in some ways I get it, in some ways I feel like it's not right. It's hard because my father-in-law is the head of talent relations there. He's the one that has to call them all. <clears throat> one of the things that I've always had a hard time with, and I've been fired from WWE twice, so I kind of get this. It's one thing if somebody does something bad, but for example, if you're under contract with WWE and you're not, and you're not happy, or you're, if you're not happy or you're not happy with the company or whatever, they can fire you and give you 90 days. You should be able to give 90 days to be released from your contract. But on the flip side, it if they're only firing you because of budget cuts, which they're more profitable than ever, I just don't think that's right. On WWE being more willing to release people because of AEW's roster, Danielson says they signed a lot of people behind contracts when AEW kind of started to keep people from going to AEW, but then they realized, oh, AEW can't sign people. So now the people that have too many high-end contracts or whatever it is that they feel they're getting paid more, and they should be getting paid, they'll let them go. If you offer them a contract to be with you for three years or whatever, if you ever pay them, that's your bad, and and you're still a very profitable company. So that's kind of my take on it. I wish they wouldn't, wish they wouldn't, you know what I mean? I also understand it's business in America. Profits can be the most important thing for companies. I love Vince McMahon. I do. I have learned so much from him. The companies are not people anymore. They have taken on this whole uh, legally. They're their own people or corporation. But for whatever reason, even good people make decisions that benefit a company that hurt the people that work so hard for the company. I don't know. That's hard on me. But that's kind of the system that's been rewarded financially here in the United States. On AEW being less willing to release talent, Danielson says, I kind of just accepted that, 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 that that's just how it was, except for now I work for AEW, Tony Khan. I think he's, he's only let go of three people since the pandemic started, and they were all disciplinary reasons. And other people who are no longer with the company, if he didn't want them, their contracts expired, and, and it was a reason not to resign you, and then you kind of know, then you kind of know, but that's how he approaches it. And Tony kind of saw that and dealt with that. 
I always kind of thought it was unfair, but I, that's the way wrestling is. That's the way the wrestling business works. Except Tony Khan came in and he doesn't do that. And AEW, from a money standpoint, makes way less money than WWE. So there were some things like that, too, that led me to want to go to AEW, of course, as well. <clears throat> of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can, of course, check out. Uh, you can also check out, of course, like I said, uh, this uh, this uh, ep- this episode here. We're posting in the interview corner page. Uh for this episode here of the MMAR that featured, of course, Brian Danielson. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight as WWE gives an update on Kofi Kingston ahead of SmackDown. WWE has given a medical update on Kofi following the attack by the bloodline last week's mound. The company posted on their Twitter account to reveal that Kingston suffered an MCL sprain during the attack, which saw the bloodline take out Xavier Woods and then target Kingston's knee. There's no word as to Kingston's status for SmackDown or Woods is set Roman Reigns. Uh, WWE posted this on their Twitter account today. Will Sir at True Kofi be able to join hashtag King Woods Corner? For the showdown against at WWE Roman Reigns this Friday on SmackDown at Austin Creed wins. Of course, uh, of course, as always, ladies and gentlemen, the bloodline is always doing everything in a cowardly fashion. So, of course, uh, like I said, <coughs> the bloodline really needs, of course, really needs to stop doing stop doing these hands attacks. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here today. As Orange Cassidy and the best friends joined Chaos ahead of AEW Dynamite. Orange Cassidy and, and best friends have joined up with New Japan Pro Wrestling's Chaos Stable ahead of AEW Dynamite. AEW posted a video before tonight's show that saw Rocky Romero who compete on tonight's compete on tonight's episode, extend an offer to the group on behalf of Kazuchika Okada to join Chaos. The offer included Trent. Chuck Taylor, Orange Cassidy, Chris Statlander, and Wheeler Yuta. Taylor ex- accepted, and Tony Khan later confirmed the news, as, of course, at right here, uh, posted right here. Chaos, Chaos currently includes, aside from the best friends, Hiroki Goto, Kazuchika Okada, Mikey Nichols, Rob Rocky Romero, Tomohiro Ishii, Toru Yanu, uh, Yo, and Yoshi Hashi. AW posted this on their Twitter account before Rocky Romero's match versus at Brian Danielson tonight, live on hashtag AW Dynamite on TNT at Azucar Rock ROC delivers the historic news to at Orange Cassidy, at Sexy Chucky T, at Wither Yuta, and at Call Me Chris that at Rainmaker X Okada wants hashtag best friends to join chaos. And they are in. Tony Khan posted this as well. Okada has spoken at Orange Cassidy and the best friends are in chaos. Rocky, uh, think, think this is the beginning of a beautiful uh, friendship. Thank you to fans who support pro wrestling. See you all tonight for some great wrestling on hashtag AW Live on TT 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, 5 p.m. Pacific. Okay. 
And of course, that started about like about an hour or so ago. So very interesting indeed there, folks. Jeremy Thomas posted this story as Masha Slamovich is happy that she signed with Impact, and she also talks spending the pandemic in Japan. Masha Slamovich is looking forward to her run in Impact Wrestling and discussed signing with them in her new interview. Slamovich was a guest on Tether Wild's podcast, and you can check and hear some of the highlights per FIFA. On signing with Impact, Masha says, I'm happy. I'm happy. Having this little bit of history with impact and the possibility, I guess the way things worked out, it became a possibility sooner rather than later, and I'm happy for it and very excited to compete against all the women and men in the division. On spending the pandemic in Japan, she says, I lived there all of last year. Originally, before I went over, they figured out all the paperwork and just sent it over to the embassy. I just showed up and received paperwork. I was originally going to be there for three months, but then we had to keep redoing it so I could stay for the whole year. It was sort of strict, but pretty normal. We pretty go to bars or party in large groups, but life was relatively normal. And then after three months, we were back to doing live shows. Around the second month, they asked me my plans. My plans were April because they wanted to send me to do Sendai Girls at the end of the month. And then put me on the <clears throat> Nagoya return show that was supposed to happen later that month or June. They wanted to keep me there to train because they said they saw potential in me. I was doing really well. Of course, I started yeah. canceling the plans I had for WrestleMania week, <coughs> which it didn't matter because they all went to crap anyway. Once I found out that the shows weren't going to happen and, and there, was a, there was a shutdown, so I thought to myself, I'm not going to sit at home with no gym and do nothing. I'll train at the dojo and devote myself to wrestling. I'm a totally new person, a new wrestler. It changed everything being over there. The amount of knowledge I gathered was incomprehensible. Uh, if you have access to, of course, um, Apple Podcasts, of course, you can check out, of course, um, Taylor Wild's podcast called Wild On, where she does interview Masha Samovich and Evelyn uh, Savarinas. So you can, of course, check check out, of course, uh, that interview, of course, on there if you have access to, of course, Apple Podcasts. 411 Mania is providing live coverage tonight of AEW Full Gear. I mean, of the contract signing of uh, AEW Dynamite here tonight, of course, getting all prepared for Full Gear, of course, coming up here this Saturday. Um, of course, one of the things that's taking place here tonight is a is the contract signing for the AEW World Title Match coming up here this weekend between Kenny Omega and Adam Page. You can check out that, plus also everything else that, of course, that will be taking place here tonight. Dynamite, of course, is the lead up to full gear. And hear what the guys from 411 Mania have to say about tonight's show. Our next story, of course, here, folks. Jeremy Thomas posted this story tonight as Undertaker talks about why his time has come and gone and likes the idea of WrestleMania being two nights. The Undertaker may still feel the bite of the wrestling bug, but he knows that his time has passed. The WWE legend spoke with the Dallas Morning News for a new interview. Here are the highlights. On if he still feels the wrestling bug, Taker says, yes, of course, 
it does still bite. I think it's always in my head and in my heart. Plus, you're getting ready for WrestleMania here at 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 and T Stadium. It's just like, man. But it's just at a point where physically I can't perform at a level. I mean, I could go out there and walk through something, and I could get through a match, but I can't give people what they expect at this point. When you see Undertaker, you pay money to see that guy wrestle. I can't deliver physically on what people's actions are. On his time being over, Taker says the passion is obviously still there. I think that will always be there. It's just the physical side of it. My time has come. My time is gone. This is the WWE and things happen. You never know. But I know that my time has passed. And it's time for the young guys to step up and take over and lead us to where we're going. WrestleMania 38 is scheduled for two nights for a third straight year. The tradition began with WrestleMania 36, which was held in the empty performance center due to the pandemic. On WrestleMania being uh, two, two, two nights, of course, obviously for right, for, for right now, as of right now, Taker says, I like going to two nights now because WrestleMania was a long night. You're there six or seven hours, and it's hard to, to keep and sustain that energy level as a fan. You get taken on all these emotional rides all through the course of night to the point where you just where you're just worn out. So I love the fact that they are going to two nights. I think it will keep the energy level, the excitement high, and I'm really excited about it. That did not actually did not be actually in a match. I'm really excited for this year's Mania. Everybody's kind of come back out there against the pandemic and everything else. I think it's going to be huge. I really do. I mean, of course, not to disrespect the, le- the legend, of course, all, and all that, but of course, I pre- still prefer WrestleMania being a one night thing instead of two nights. That's just me personally. <coughs> uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight. As we have WWE live results from the UK tour. Of course, which also held a triple threat for the NXT title, of course, and more. And here are some of the matches. WWE held a live event in Manchester on Wednesday as part of their UK tour, featuring a triple threat match with the NXT title and more. Here are some of the results courtesy of Wrestling Inc. Finn Balor and Cesaro defeated Walter and Jameis. <clears throat> Natalia defeated Shayna Baszler. Jeff Hardy defeated... Madcap Moss by DQ and Happy Corbin uh, interfered, which led to Hardy and Drew McIntyre defeating Corbin and Moss in tag team action. Uh, WWE NXT, NXT champion Tommaso Ciampa retained over Braun Breaker and Sami Zayn in a triple threat. Shinsuke Nakamura, not Nakamura with the Intercontinental Mahal. Women, SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair retained over Sasha Banks. And and that was pretty much, of course, all that took place, of course, at that show. Jeremy Thomas also posted this as Matt Tremont is still hospitalized for Burns from the Atushi Onita match. Matt Tremont is still hospitalized following his match with Atushi Onita on Halloween, according to a new report. As you may recall, Tremont was hospitalized for Burns suffered during the death match with Onita at H2O Destiny. At the time, he was expected to be in the hospital for up to a week, but PW Insider reports that he is still there. According to the site, Tremont is still undergoing treatment for the burn suffered in the finish of the match 
when he was sent into a burning barbed wire board by Onita. Of course, on behalf of 411 Mania and also, of course, here in the WCW Rest Radio Network, our best wishes to Matt Tremont for a quick and full recovery. And we will definitely continue to watch this, ladies and gentlemen. And if anything does change, we will, of course, keep you apprised of that, obviously, of that situation. Uh, let's see here. Okay. A couple more stories here, folks, before we move on. Uh, Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight. There's some various news here. Nia Jax. Nia Jax actually changes her Twitter name and jokes about her WWE release. Also, AEW Full Gear Event Center. And also, the lineup for Major League Wrestling's Fusion Alpha. Nia Jax has changed her name on Twitter to her real name, Lena Panin following her release from WWE last week. She also joked about the firing, posting a TikTok of Shayna Baszler dragging her around backstage. She wrote, first she broke my arm, then she dragged me out of the business. She also changed her Twitter bio, which reads, Lena Fanine, formerly Nia Jax of WWE, and E! Total Divas. <clears throat> also, the Major League... Uh, Fusion, Major League Wrestling Fusion Alpha on YouTube will feature Davey Richards, like we said, versus Bobby Fish in an Opera Cup semifinal match. As we said, we did report that Davey Richards did defeat Bobby Fish in that bout. Also, Tony Schiavone previews AEW Full Gear from the Control Center and also in a new video. We did post this earlier, ladies and gentlemen, in the AEWS Facebook page. Anybody wants to go back and look at that, they're welcome to of course check out the AEWS Facebook page that for that and other of course AEW content like matches and other moments of course here as well. And one more quick story of course here to, here to bring you here as well. Joseph Lee posted this story today as NXT referee Page actually gets another name change. Over the weekend it was reported that WWE NXT referee Chloe Christmas got the name Paige, which, of course, a reaction from former Divas champion who is still employed by the company. At the time, Paige, the wrestler, posted the familiar Spider-Man pointing GIF. Since then, Paige, the referee, has received another name change and will now go by Blair Baldwin. Both her Twitter and Instagram handles went from at WWE to at Blair Baldwin, WWE. So there's no any confusion here. Her The referee in question here, her name is now Blair Baldwin, of course, in NXT. So ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there with your wrestling, with your wrestling, of course, uh, news and views here for tonight. We do thank our friends at 411 Mania for bringing, that, bringing those stories here to us. Also, we do still give kudos, <coughs> excuse me, to our, to of course, um, <coughs> 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, of course, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, and the Iceman, Jared DiGiralmo, to bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the WCWS radio network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, Cannot beat that old-fashioned combination, nor would we ever try to do so in the past. I mean, in the we have never tried to do so in the past six years. Now, ladies and gentlemen, 
Let's see. <clears throat> Let's see, of course, ladies and gentlemen, what John has on our first take of our wrestling and pop, uh, our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays, courtesy of the Human Suplex Machine, of course, John Gross. On this date in 1991, Dick DeBruiser sadly passed away at the age of two after bursting a blood vessel while weightlifting. On the same 1993, WCW's Clash of the Champions 25 took place in St. Petersburg, Florida. Ric Flair retained the WCW World Heavyweight title against Vader by DQ, and the Shockmaster beats the Equalizer. Hmm. On the same in 19... On the state in 1997, Eddie Guerrero defeated Ray Mysterio Jr. WCW Cruiserweight title on an episode of Monday Nitro. On the state in 2000, WCW taped Monday Nitro from the London Arena in London, England, with Lance Storm winning the United States title over General Erection. Of course, you know General Erection was also known as Hugh Morris. On the state in 2003, Raw, Raw was held in Boston, Massachusetts, with Goldberg and Batista battling for the first and only time with Goldberg winning the match by DQ, thanks to interference by Triple H. In 2000, Raw taped at the O2 in London, England. William Regal defeated Santino Morello to regain the Intercontinental title. This is William Regal's first Intercontinental title reign since 2002. Also on the show, also the show was headlined by a last man standing match between World Heavyweight Champion Chris Jericho and also Shawn Michaels. This is also the first last man standing match in the history of Monday Night Raw. On a day in 2011, WWE, WWE unveiled their, their logo for their future WWE network. The logo would be adopted for the entire company soon afterwards. On Also, some birthdays today. Happy 39th birthday to Dave Christ. Former, happy 40th birthday to former Intercontinental Champion Ryback. Happy 44th birthday to Winter, of course, as you know, Winter was known as Katie Lee Burchill here. Um, also, she was known by her real name. Uh, uh, let's see. I think her first name was, it was Katarina, I think is what it was, I believe. Also, happy 55th birthday to Bill DeMont. As we said, of course, that's Hugh Morris. And today's happy 71st birthday to the father of one half of the, of the current Raw Tag Team Champions, of course, and also, he's also, this man's also a WWE Hall of Famer. I'm talking about Cowboy Bob Orton. Now we go to your culture, history, and mercy of John. 1775, the Second Continental Congress forms the Continental Marines, a precursor to the United States Marine Corps. On his day in 1801, the Kentucky Outlaws started dueling. On his day in 1808, the Osage, Osage Nation seeds uh, territory in Missouri and Arkansas to the United States. On a state in 1836, Louis Napoleon is banished in America. On a state in 1847, the past Stephen Whitney is wrecked in thick fog off the southern coast of Ireland. On a state in 1871, Henry Morton Stanley encounters David Livingston at Ujiji with the immortal words, Dr. Livingston, I presume. <coughs> I ran into J.D. Okay. On this day in 1898, white supremacists violently overthrow local government, killing and threatening the African-American leaders. <coughs> 1910, the date of Thomas A. Davis's opening 
of the San Diego Army and Navy Academy, though the founding date is November 23rd, 1910. So even though it didn't happen for another 13 days, the school actually officially opened uh, on this date back during that year. On this day in 1917, 41 suffragists are arrested in front of the White House. On this day in 1919, American Legion's first national convention in Minneapolis, Minnesota. On this day in 1926, Vincent Massey becomes the first Canadian minister to the United States. On this day in 1933, the Black Blizzard Snowstorm, a dust storm which rages from South Dakota to the Atlantic. On this day in 1934, the first NHL penalty shot is awarded to Montreal Canadiens forward Armand Mandu. On this day in 1940, Pittsburgh Steelers and Pittsburgh Philadelphia Eagles play one of the only penalty-free games in NFL history as Steelers win 7-3 at Forbes Field in Pittsburgh. Also on that same day, Walt Disney began serving as an informer for the Los Angeles Office of the FBI. His job is to report back information on Hollywood subversives. On, say, 1951, the first long-distance call without operator assistance. On, say, 1954, the Marine Corps War Memorial was unveiled in Arlington County, Virginia, dedicated, dedicated to the United States Marine Corps, who died in defense of the United States since 1775. It's inspired by 1945. 1945 Iwo Jima photo of servicemen raising the United States flag. <clears throat> On say 1957, NFL record crowd 102,368. 49ers versus Rams in LA. Browns Don Paul sets club record for longest fumble return with an 89 yard run beating Pittsburgh 24 to nothing. On say 1963. Gordy House surpasses Maurice Richard as leading NHL all-time goal scorer with 545th career goal in a 3-0 Red Wings victory over the Montreal Canadiens in Detroit. On, say, 1964, the Braves signed a 25-year lease until 1989 to play in the new Atlanta Stadium. On, 1969, Sesame Street premieres on PBS television. On, state in 1971, Joe Torre... <clears throat> wins National League MVP and and Vita Blue wins American League MVP and U.S. table tennis team arrives in China. On say 1974, the Montreal Canadiens shut out the Washington Capitals 11-0. On say 1975, the Edmund Fitzgerald is lost in storm with crew of 29 on Lake Superior. Edmund Fitzgerald left Superior, Wisconsin at 2.15 p.m. on November 9, 1975. Under the command of Ernest M. McSorley, she was en route to the steel mill on Zug Island near Detroit, Michigan. The ship went missing, but it was, but it was found 29 people were officially lost. Also on that same day, Royals released slugger Harmon Killebrew ended his 22-year career. On the day in 1976, the Utah Supreme Court approved executor Gary Gilmore. Gilmore was executed on January 17, 1977, at 8.07 a.m. by firing squad at the Utah, Utah State Prison in Draper, Utah. On say 1978, the New York Yankees trade Lyle, Resch, <clears throat> McCall, Heath, and Ramos to the Texas Rangers for, for Rigetti, Mirabella, Beniquez, Jemison, and Griffin. On say 1979, a train did the derailment in Missa, Missa Agua, Ontario, 
A 106-car train derails, causing the evacuation of 200,000 people. On his day in 1980, Dan Rather refuses to pay his cabbie. CBS pays the fare, which is only $12.55. On his day in 1983, the, the, the federal government of the United States shuts down. On his day in 1984, the Miami Hurricanes blow a 31-0 lead in the third quarter as they lose 32 to 40. On state 1988, the Major League Baseball All-Star team beats Japan in Tokyo 3-1. Also on that same day, Oral Hershiser is a unanimous choice as a National League Cy, Cy Young Award winner. On state 1990, Home Alone star Macaulay Culkin premieres in Chicago. On state 1991, Bernie Kosar <coughs> ends an NFL record of 308 passes without an interception. Brown set for largely blown, leading Philadelphia 32 to 30. On his day in 1996, Terry Labonte wins the NASCAR Winston Cup Championship, his first Winston Cup Championship since 1984. On his day in 1998, the movie Star Trek Insurrection, directed by Jonathan Frakes and starring Patrick Stewart, and of course, Frakes himself premieres. On his day in 2012, Barack Obama defeats Mitt Romney 332 to in electoral votes after Obama wins Florida. On his date in 2014, Uptown Funk was released by Bruno Mars. On his date, <coughs> uh, I think uh, John, of course, like I said, was skipping ahead here a little, little, a little, little bitty bit right here. Um, in 63 years, of course, uh, from today's date here, which would be the year 2084. Transit of Earth will be will be as will be as seen from Mars. Today <coughs> would have been the 44th birthday of actress Brittany Murphy. She sadly passed away in 2009. Happy 37th birthday to the ex-wife of Blake Shelton and of course country singer Miranda Lambert. Today would have been the 50th birthday of Big Pun. Big Pun was seen in the WWE stands at WrestleMania 15 on March 28, 1999. The movie The Polar Express was Really on this date in 2004. On this day in 2002, Matt Kenseth wins the race at Phoenix. Uh, on this date, in, and also on this day in 1996, Bobby Labonte wins the race in Atlanta. John said, That's all he's got here for today's uh, re, uh, pop wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays, the first volley. He also adds another thing here so we understand that, of course, that the equalizer that we were talking about here earlier was actually played LOL. By the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. Ha, ha, ha. So, John, we thank you very much, sir, for bringing your take in on the wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here tonight. And also, we do thank our friends at 411 Mania for letting us read their wrestling news stories here, of course, this evening. 9.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. <coughs> uh, 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID. 8055 pound this episode number 1066 of revolution here tonight this is wednesday november 10th 2021 mr wcws chad hinshaw as well as of course the human suplex machine john gross here of course here tonight <coughs> now ladies and gentlemen we do have of course now of course ladies and gentlemen we do have someone of course here uh, standing by let's go ahead and bring him in here of course here as well he is manager of both WCW 
He's of WWUS Fan Empire, of course, right on Facebook. He is a multiple-time title holder in both WCWUS as well as, of course, GSWI. He is also, of course, known as, of course, the the soul, the uh, the man with the golden voice here. Of course, he does proven that on all of our shows here, of course, here in the radio network, <clears throat> and also, and also, of course, here, folks. <coughs> we will end up in the streets of Indianapolis, Indiana. Here, ladies and gentlemen, you can, uh, you if the next time you see this man walking up and down the streets here, you can simply do a little something like this. Let him know that, of course, you do know you you have heard about him many many times. You just do simply do simply do a little something like this. Hello. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'll bring him in here right now as we welcome him, of course, here to episode sixty-six of Revolution here tonight. I give you, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Justin, we welcome you, sir. To episode number 1066 of Revolution. Thank you very much here for joining us. Yeah, and and, and Chad, um, you're in a shocker. Um uh there's um it's uh, I heard from Sports Kia that they're trying to have a father and son feed between Ray Mysterio and Dominic. Well, it would not really too, it would not really, of course, surprise me too much. I think they've been kind of been talking about teasing that of course at some point here sometime down the road but obviously of course we'll have to wait and see but of course what will oh, happen. one other thing uh it, okay go ahead what a set what us when it was the whole thing was a setup the contract signed between kenny omega and adam hangman adam page don Callis was 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 um had um was pretending to be a like a what a, like a, be an official and and he ripped the mustache off and wait and and uh it was a setup they attacked they um they attacked um hangman page made him bled to death and hit and hit and, and um coney kenny omega signed the contract in his own in um kenny omega's own blood it was a ruse oh. i'm going to the aw part of here in just a few minutes but of course before we started talking about AEW. Obviously, of course, our other topic, of course, here at hand. Uh, <coughs> if you or John have anything that you wish to say, of course, here about what took place last night on NXT, uh, John says that he has nothing. Uh, Justin, if you want to mention a few things about it, I got to step for just a second here. So please bring anything that, you, that, that does come to mind. That you would like to mention about last night's edition of NXT, I will be, of course, I will be right back in here in about two shakes, as they say, two shakes of a lamb's tail. So let's go ahead and do that, and I'll be right back. Okay, all I can say is, uh, see, 2.0, NXT 2.0 was, um, garbage, and, uh, Mean, uh, see, match with um, Kaylee and Saray was good, you know, it was all, it was, it was, it was all right, but um, this um, 
see match between um Johnny Gacy and Boa. Um the lights going low in the was little um out of line similar to awkward to the presentation Finn Balor as a demon. Playing music during the match was a bit BS and, and corny that does not don't establish the mood. WWE that WWE is trying actually trying to deliver. Boa needed to continue winning, but this the match felt un, um, uncalled for. Gacy did not get nothing from this, and, and Boa's transformation feels less dangerous as it was than before. This was a this was, it was a clash quickly demonstrating gimmicks that didn't work either as a match or an, or an angle. Mm-hmm. And I saw mm-hmm. and um. Raquel Gonzalez came out and called out the cold copper um for screwing her at um Halloween Havoc last month. And um Okay. Okay. No, uh, that's that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all I can say. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you, thank you very much, here, of course, here, Justin. And obviously, of course, uh, John did say that he had nothing he wished to add. And John, we need to, you need, we need you to try to give us a little bit of something about NXT. Of course, I know it's kind of difficult to not, uh, but uh, you can try to give us a little bit of something, of course, about that. <clears throat> Hopefully, here, of course, here, as soon as. Uh, but uh, but thank you very much here of course uh, thank you very much Justin for bringing that to of course to our attention of course right here uh, uh, my apologies here someone had tried to, to call during of course my uh, my uh, my my new segment here and apparently trying to find out it was of course someone who's who is we're hoping is going to be on the show tonight but uh obviously of course um i have we have not heard about whether or not if he's going to and i'm sure you but y'all probably know who i'm talking about so hopefully we'll get to hear from him of course here very very soon in the meantime ladies and gentlemen let's bring you this one more time 10 of 3 p.m eastern standard time on uh wednesday november 10th 2021 uh episode 1066 of wcd U.S. Uh, Revolution 1605-562-0444, caller ID 138055-pound. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, as well as, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, here, of course, here with you here, of course, tonight. Uh, coming up here tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, of course, unless we have any any changes, of course, is all, at all, as far as we know, of course, our lineup for tomorrow is as follows. Follows 30, of course, don't forget WCWS Wrestling Debate, 139-925-pound, as Deleuze Cannon, Shaquille Cole Cephas, and the NWO Madness Kingdom will, of course, be discussing, of course, talk, talking about, uh, of course, everything that's happened, of course, in the world of wrestling thus far, of course, obviously with Raw, also, of course, NXT, also in AEW Dynamite, of course, a lot of lead up towards full gear. Also, of course... <coughs> 
uh, of course, um, probably, uh, tomorrow night's episode of Impact, and of course, what could be happening with both SmackDown and AEW Rampage. Of course, Rampage also another lead-in towards Saturday's Full Gear show. So be sure to listen in on Wrestling Debate, 139-925-POUND, tomorrow evening starting at 7.30 p.m. And also, ladies and gentlemen, it will be episode 329 of NWO Wolfpack, 138-521-POUND. Your news and views, history and birthdays. We will also, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, get uh, any thoughts and opinions that the guys have here about tonight's edition of AEW Dynamite. We will also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, start bringing you some predictions in from the guys here about um, about this Saturday's Full Gear show. Plus, also, of course, some updates about, of course, like I said, the AWS World Tag Team title match, um, as we mentioned, of course, and also, of course, the addiction title challenge, of course, here as well, about how we're all about how everyone is, of course, proceeding here with that. Uh, uh, John, uh, if I may ask you, sir, um, if I may ask about how the matches are proceeding in GS or, or some of your belts in GSWI, how is that proceeding? Um, okay. Any anything? Any updates on my own votes if you'd like to i mean to read them for you i would be more than happy to read them for you any updates on any of the matches uh okay okay no updates as of yet ladies and gentlemen but of course john will of course keep informing us on how it is proceeding in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, let us go ahead. <clears throat> let us, of course, go ahead here and get try to get you some updates here as far as as uh, let's try to get you some updates here as far as of course um, some of our voting, of course, on the like I said, WCWS pay-per-view prediction center second phase. As well as, uh, <clears throat> as well as, in other words, as far as the full gear prediction title challenge, and of course the AWS, uh, <clears throat> the AWS tag team title match. Now remember, ladies and gentlemen, I will go and point out about the AWS uh, tag team title match here. Regardless of how, whatever the outcome, of course, of this match is team to get a shot at the belts whoever has them going into to next week will be the team of the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo and the King of Clubs Mint Patel since they of course placed second in the big contendership poll match that we posted back on October the 28th so <clears throat> so as of right now ladies and gentlemen the voting of course still stands as of course Antonio Gutierrez and Justin Carter defending the Gizu Pushing John Gross and the Soul Man uh, um, Justin Lewis Fleming. Antonio and Justin Carter are leading John and Justin Lewis Fleming three votes to two. So, John and Justin, I just wanted to give you a heads up here. Um, you still got, of course, two more days. No, John, I'm talking about the AEWS tag team. 
match that you, that you and Justin have against Antonio Gutierrez and Justin Carter. That's that's the match I'm talking about right now. Oh. Apparently, John, ladies and gentlemen, John is just now posting something here that apparently that it might be a couple more matches added on full year. Uh, let me see if we have any updates here as of yet. Uh, let's see. Uh, it looks like, ladies and gentlemen, a, it looks like there's been um john i actually believe or not jordan may be looking at that i only see one match has been added and it looks like ladies and okay they must not have added that match on yet because it's not on it's not on wikipedia let me see if we let me see if we can try to update this again uh because i am not apparently <clears throat> Um, I don't, I, well, the, well, like I said, I had, I can confirm one of those matches. I cannot confirm the other one. Apparently, ladies and gentlemen, John has just informed me through the Ace of Spades, Jordan Stokeless, that they've added two more matches for full gear. One match that I can confirm according to, of course, uh, of course, according to our site, our sources that we can, that that there is going to be a tag team match pitting Cody Rhodes and Pac taking on the team of Malachi Black and Andrade El Idolo. But the other match, I still cannot. I the other match that's being mentioned as of right now, um, unless of course they, I I cannot confirm as of yet. Uh, Wikipedia has not updated this yet. Um, John, I would ask Jordan to try to double check his. Okay, apparently, apparently this is coming off of a website here. Wrestling headlines. As a tag team match to full gear. John, is that supposed to be a tag team match that they're adding on, or is it? Okay. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting some interest. We're getting some. Uh... Okay, well, Wikipedia has yet to, I'm sure it's possibly working on getting it, getting the match added on here yet. So apparently the, there is a, there is Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Okay. Well, it's not on Wikipedia as of yet, so I can't. So I can't confirm the. I can't confirm the women's tag match as of yet. But I will go ahead and point out, ladies and gentlemen, that the other match that's been mentioned is is a women's tag team match, as you have Nyla Rose teaming up with uh, one of Britt Baker's cohorts, Jamie Hayter, taking on the duo of Thunder Rosa and. He 
Vita. Um, but I cannot, and until, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I see it officially on Wikipedia, I can't officially um, add this on to the prediction title challenge. And, of course, I have refreshed this about three or four times already, and I have not been able to get any confirmation. And while we're not doubting what John and Jordan are telling us, I normally like to say use Wikipedia. And apparently, I have not been able to get anything here up to date here as of yet. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring you. Um, let's go ahead and bring you some of the updates as far as. Uh, let's try to bring you, of course, some of the updates we have so far for the matches that we do have up as of right now. And that is the AEW World title match, of course, Kenny Omega taking on Adam Page. You have this tied at three votes each. Um, uh, the AEW women's title match, you have six people voting for Britt Baker, but nobody voting for Tay Conti. The Eliminator tournament match, uh, you have three people three people voting. It's also a tie here with three people apiece voting, going for both Brian Danielson and also for Miro. The 10-man Minneapolis street fight, you have six people going for the inner circle. Nobody's voting for the team of the minute of the year top team. Uh, the AW tag team title match, you have five people going for the Lucha Brothers and only two people going for FTR. The, the, the match between Darby Allen and MJF, you have two people going for Darby and MJF. You have two people going for Darby and two people going for MJF, so you have that one tied currently. The match between CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. Four people are voting for CM Punk. One person is voting for Eddie. And the six-man four match. You have three people voting for Christian Cage in the Jurassic Express. And you have two people voting <clears throat> for the Super Click, of course, who is, of course, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. So, <clears throat> so like I said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I will be posting... Uh, I will be, of course, posting this in the. I will post this link to the uh, to the um, pay per view prediction center uh, second phase page. So, if anyone, like I said, wishes to, of course, take part in this, they can pull up the link here, and they can, of course, look look at, of course, the. Uh, uh, they can, of course, look up the. Uh, uh, the uh, the matches there, if they wish to, of course. Of course, we're trying to get it up, and we're trying to get it pulled up here now. So, uh, give us give us just give us just a few moments here. Okay. Uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, while we get that all straightened out here, ladies and gentlemen, I think we have someone else now coming in on the line here. Let's go and welcome him, welcome him in, of course, here as as go 
open to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, of course, here on Wednesday, November 10th, 2021. He is a three-time WCW US uh, Hall of Famer. He is part of the team which brings you both Raw Radio on Monday afternoons and Sports Machine on Friday afternoons. He's a multiple-time title holder in both WCW US and GSWI. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he does, does hail from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, and it's the man that does tell like in the world, of course, of wrestling, sports, entertainment, and everything of that nature. And also, ladies and gentlemen, time and time again, he has proven that he can do all this without even having to wear a pair of pants. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> so, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's go ahead and welcome, welcome, welcome him in, of course. Welcome him in, of course, right here to episode number 1066, of course, of Revolution here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know him says J.D., ladies and gentlemen. His real name is the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo. J.D., we welcome you, sir, to, of course, episode number 1066 of Revolution. And, uh, J.D., I don't know why you were actually trying to call me while I was actually on doing the show earlier, but... Well, uh, I did I have some exciting news to report for you. That's going to put a smile on your face. Okay. Well, we can't wait. Well, well, I'm happy to hear some good news. Of course, also it might 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 get me out of the rut I was in here just a little while ago with the fact that I actually started this show late because I dozed off again. I don't know what it I don't know what it was, but anyway, uh, let's go ahead and bring you. Let's go ahead and of course let you go and get you some stuff here off your chest here. Because I've been talking here, of course, big time here for the last, last for the last few moments. Um, so by all means, please go ahead and, like I said, bring that, bring this information, and uh, we'll uh, we'll just sit back here and listen here, and uh, of course, as always, have a good old time listening to it, big indeed. So JD, please go ahead and bring it here to us. All right, Tuesday's NXT show produced six hundred three thousand views for the USA Network. Finishing 36 in the cable range with a .15, equal to last week's demo, however. They did 631,000 last week, however, as far as that goes. Meanwhile, however, AEW has announced, however, another show coming up, if you will. And this is the one that you're going to be very, very happy about, Chad. Coming up, however, Ooh. one month, you know how SmackDown is coming to the Coliseum, of course, on November 26th, the day after Thanksgiving, correct? Yes. Now well, I don't yes, know I if you were Bobby. Yes, I don't know if you were Bobby or going to that show or not. But I yeah. remember. I think. Go ahead. You were going to say something before I continue. I was going to say it was. I, don't, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. If, I, I don't know if I am or or if I don't know if, if he does. Maybe somebody might take him. But but uh, I've been kind of pondering it. But. But please go ahead. I know you've been waiting. But you might want to. You might want to do that one. If, if you're not going to do that one, then you might want to hold on to your. Uh, as John likes to say, hold on to your butt for this one. Bobby said there was rumors about an AEW show coming to Greensboro. Correct. Yes, that's what I did. We can now confirm it is true. It is coming three days before Christmas. The Coliseum will host AEW Wednesday night, December twenty second. In Greensboro, I'd be darned. I'll tell you what, I was right. Jeez, wow. you might want to get your tickets Friday um, morning. Get your tickets Friday morning, Chad. They're going on sale Friday morning, first thing at 10 a.m. or 10:30 on AEW Ticks or on 
AEW tickets. So I would order your tickets right away, and you better tell Bobby about this too. But yes, folks, AEW is coming back to North Carolina yet again, this time to the legendary Greensboro Coliseum Wednesday night, December 22nd, however, in the Coliseum. And Justin, I got to say, in your neck of the woods tonight, in AEW, I don't know how far your house is from the Indiana Farmers Coliseum, Howard, but damn, all I can say is AEW put on a damn good show tonight in Indianapolis compared to what Raw is going to be doing this coming Monday, also in your neck of the woods at the Cambridge Fieldhouse, which I'm not sure where how far it's from you. But, of course, they will also be in Norfolk next Wednesday night, five days after... WWE will be in Norfolk this Friday night. But yes, folks, the day after Thanksgiving, WWE has already announced that they will be in the Greensboro Coliseum, as we said, Heller. But folks, as we just said, folks, it has been made official, and it was announced tonight, Howard, at one point during one of the matches on AEW. And yes, I'm going to see if I can be able to confirm this or not, but I have heard it. And let me see right now if I can actually confirm this, Howard, on the AEW website. Let's see here. It is not been announced yet. But it will probably be up in the next few, probably tomorrow in the next couple of days, but unless it changes, folks. But yes, folks, AEW, however, is coming to Greensboro, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just see this here real quick, however, if I can put Yes, December 22nd at the Greensboro Complex, however, ladies and gentlemen, Ticketmaster has announced that they are coming to the Coliseum. And tickets, like I said, however, will go on sale. The next sale will begin Thursday morning at 10 a.m., so folks... Get your tickets now on Ticketmaster.com or AWTix.com. And like I said, this is, like I said, here's the story. They've guessed, folks, how the 22nd, however, Greensboro NC debut. Kick off your holiday debut. The doors open at 6, showtime at 7 o'clock, 10 a.m. Tickets will go on sale this went Friday morning. Yes, as it'll be 30 bucks plus fees. So if you're looking for a good Christmas gift, Chad, you probably want to have some fun. That's the show you want to see. Plus, folks, we already told you, two more shows are coming to AEW, including the following. January 5th, the TBS era begins. Newark, New Jersey, high noon. How our tickets will go on sale this Friday for that show on the first Wednesday of the new year, if you will. And yes, they will be coming back to North Carolina yet again for the second time in three weeks in Raleigh. Yes, the RBC Center, ladies and gentlemen, however, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, will be the place, however, at the PNC Arena. Tickets go on sale also this Friday at noon, so be sure to get your tickets, however, for all three shows. If you're looking to celebrate the year in the Carolinas or in Jersey, however, this is the gift that you want to have, folks. It is going to be quite a beginning to start 2022 and a good way to end 2021. Oh, absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, but I do thank this man this out because, of course, as we said, our good friend, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, had informed me before, prior to last night's edition of Revolution, that a relative of his was actually going to do this as a Christmas present for him. Um, get tickets because they said it's supposed to be an AEW show in Greensboro. And I and I'd asked him, I said, when did you hear about this? And I said, well, it was, I said, I had not heard anything about it. I mean, he asked me, obviously, I had not heard anything about it. I had heard that, obviously, J.D., you did report not too long ago that they were supposed to be in Raleigh. That's the only one that, uh, only one that I'd heard of here that was supposed to be coming up in North Carolina here very soon. But I had yes, not heard anything about them coming But coming also, to- in addition to that, also in addition to that, all three shows, you will see Rampage. So you get to see two shows in one night. 
the Friday night show and the Wednesday night show in all three venues. Okay. Okay. So, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but obviously, of course, uh, I did ask JD to confirm this for me, and I do appreciate JD's, of course, very good investigative skills, uh, which, like I said, I've always known JD's had a knack for that, and fine job, by the way, JD. I do greatly appreciate that. And, of course, and I mean, not happening, of course, right underneath my nose, and I didn't even realize it. And then JD went on to find it completely and 100%. Obviously, of course, I'm very appreciative, of course, uh, of course, here to, <clears throat> to JD for this. Uh, just coming, also just coming in, JD, John had actually informed me that through him and also, of course, the Ace of Spades, Jordan Stoklas, that apparently two more matches have been added for this Saturday's full gear. Yeah. I have been able to confirm that. I'm sorry. I've been able to, of course, as you know, of course, you know how I like to use Wikipedia here to, of course, like I said, keep up with these matches. I have been able to confirm that the the team, that, that two more have been added, that he said that two more have been added on. Only one has been added, according to Wikipedia thus far. And as, of course, the tag match, of course, involving Cody Rhodes and Pac versus Malachi Black and Andrade El Idolo. Don't care to Taco Bell. No, I'm sorry. <coughs> I wish I could have a burrito. That'd be good. Uh, also, but there's also a women's tag match that has been confirmed. Wikipedia has not yet updated it on the Full Gear 2021 page yet. But we have confirmed. But, we, but of course, I mean, John sent me the link, and I do thank you, John, for sending that to me. Uh, Nada Rose and Jamie <laughs> Peter versus, versus, oh, versus Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida. That will be pretty interesting. Of course, obviously, if that could knock her uh, down a peg or two and all, maybe she won't be probably a factor in that match between Britt Baker and Tay Conti. Of course, a lot of people are still thinking that Britt Baker is probably going to ha- is probably going to go in and out of here as a champion. But of course, of course, I'm still pretty much optimistic that somehow Britt Baker is not going to walk out of full gear with that belt around her waist. But she needs to be, she needs to have she needs to drop it as soon as possible. But that's just my personal <coughs> taking my opinion, of course, here on that. Um, of course, uh, let's see here. Uh, let me see what else what I was going to. Um, um, and, of course, obviously, J.D. did leave his some thoughts here about what happened last night with NXT. Uh, um, Actually, I didn't leave all my thoughts with NXT. Okay. Uh, was there anything, well, was there any particular moments? I know, I'm sure, J.D., not everything was appealing to last night's edition of NXT, especially it, it, it with was, the fact It was a mixed bag. I mean, you had Casey Canzaro, of course, and Io Shirai. And you try to take on toxic attraction. Uh, that being said, it was interesting to see what happened there. Uh, unfortunately, toxic attraction with uh, Mandy Rose, Gigi, uh, and like I said, in her uh, faction of uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane uh, getting a fluke win. However, you saw Jacket Time, of course, however, take on the Creed Brothers, Brutus, and. Uh, uh, Julius, the Creed. One's named Bruce, Julius Creed. Julius uh, Creed. Go figure. Julius. I mean, that was easy enough. However, go figure. We saw Kaylee Ray beat Saray. However, and make an impact. Uh, Cameron Grimes uh, won easy squash. Sola Sakua, one of the Usos' nephews, of course, and uh, Roman Reigns' relatives, 
defeated LA Knight Grayson Waller. Electro Lopez defeated Erica Yan. Pete Dunne defeated Carmelo Hayes. However, Pete Dunne showing once again his toughness as the bruiser weight, if you will, with the bitter end. Joe Gacy, of course, won by DQ and Boat. Deep by DQ and Boa choked in the ropes. I didn't understand that at all. I really, really did not. I mean, I thought that was ridiculous how, how that happened. How, like I said, Kaylee Ray defeated Sarai, S-A-R-R-A-Y. Boa, of course, like I said, like I said, like I said, he choked Gacy in the ropes. And, of course, that's a DQ. Uh, we saw it having jacket time. I don't know why they gave you jacket time there. That's kind of a stupid name, if you ask me. Of course, we still have the brawl between Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Now, we understand coming up December 5th, NXT will be doing a pay-per-view war games. It is not going to be called TakeOver War Games this time, but it will simply be just known as War Games. As we said, Solo Sakua, S-O-L-O-S-K-I-O-A. We have talked about him in the past, however, in his debut, if you will. Uh, better known as Sefa Fatu. He is 6'2", 240. Uh, Born in Danny was a Sacramento believer, right? nicknamed the Problem. Uh, like I said, he is like I said, um, like I said, I believe related to the Usos, however, and I believe let's see, uh, like I said, he just made his debut. However, let's see, yes, uh, Joseph Fatu. However, like I said, uh, like I said, I don't, I do believe he's, I think he's, he, she's, like I said, um, I, I can't, I think I said, I think he's related to. Uh, like I said, he's definitely in the uh, Anawani. I can't say it. Anawani. Anawani. Like I said, the, uh, the family tree, however. Like I said, Obviously, we understand yeah. uh, he is related, of course, to the, um, if you will, however, like I said, uh, like I said, uh, like I said, like I said, he made his pro debut a week ago. Like I said, we understand uh, he is the younger brother of of Rikishi and of the Usos. He looks a lot like a little bit like Jay, if you ask me. Go figure. But once again, he made it look easy here. But go figure. But uh, before I continue, like I said earlier, I asked Justin earlier, Justin, how far are you away from the Indiana Farmers Coliseum and also the Conseco Life Fieldhouse or the Gamebridge Fieldhouse, I should say, since you're right in the heart of Indianapolis? Uh, um, how many how many miles? How far are you? I mean, you, can you walk from uh, your place to there, basically, to both places, or are you close by? Yeah. Place. Might be close by. Okay, I was just curious. I didn't know if you. I thought you were gonna. I I for sure thought you were gonna maybe go to the AW show. I didn't know if you were close by to either building or either arena. Because I was gonna say I'd. Sorry, she didn't. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. Uh, uh, um, maybe. Um, of course, if, if Justin were to yell out, "Hello!" <laughs> All I can say is, how, uh, like I said, I think tonight we saw a good show of AEW tonight. However, we saw a damn good opener. However, if you ask me, uh, very entertaining. Contract time is a setup. What's that? Contract signing was a setup. Yeah, we knew because Dickhead Don Howard had to dress himself as the Karen, but he better know that uh, hopefully TK tells that little clown Kenny Omega to leave his boyfriend douchebag Don in the back, Howard, come uh, 
freaking uh, Saturday night heller. But uh, great opener. I mean, you got him at Rocky Romero, Daniel Bryan. Good, good opener. Very entertaining. I enjoyed it. Uh, the women's six-person tag wasn't bad. It shows again that Bitch Baker and her little rat friends, how Jamie Hayter and Reba Rebel, whatever you want to call her, how were afraid of Tay Connie, Anna Jay, and Thunder Rosa. And uh, we could see possibly uh, Bitch Baker uh, be backing up power and find a way to um, stop her arrogant, bullish ways, however, bully ways, if you will, however, with her friends. However, hopefully on uh, freaking Saturday night, uh, Anna, or not Anna Jay, Tay Connie, uh, basically Tay KO, basically knocks out the good doctor. But you know the good doctor is going to have her friends with her. In Jamie Hader and Reva Rebel, if you will, however, and find a way to retain uh, somehow, some way, anything can happen. Then we got Ask Clown Anthony Bowens, however, and his and moron Max Caster taking on Jungle Boy Jack Perry. If you ask me, uh, I hate the acclaimed. They're idiots. They're stupid. They're idiots. They're the poor man's street profits. If you ask me, I mean Bowens and Caster think they're all that, and then some with their boombox and their rapping. I mean, they are just absolutely ass clowns in every sense of the word. Like I said, Anthony Bones is an a-hole. Max Caster is a moron, little maggot, little meatball, or should I say, a uh, little maggot, moron, meatball, and a uh, little uh, Muppet, if you ask me. Then we have Wheeler Utah talking on Warlow. Uh, of course, I felt sorry for Wheeler. I mean, Warlow just wrecked him to pieces. He powerbombed him not once, not twice, but four times in a row. I mean, Jesus Christ, you think enough is enough, but no, not for Warlow, because apparently tonight he didn't have his little boyfriend with him, Moron Jackass Faggot, and of course that little slime bag, Sean Spears, if you ask me. Uh, we did see a little bit of an intensity, however, between Punk and Kingston in the parking lot, Howard, and I can tell you that is going to be a, uh, I'd like to just hold Danny a little bit ago, and by the way, Danny's got his predictions into you guys, and says he might get in as well, possibly for the full gear thing. Uh, possibly tomorrow or Friday. At some point, he says he's going to have the predictions he did tomorrow or Friday. He'll send them to you. But yeah, uh, and of course, we're going to see Bobby Fish and Jungle Boy this uh, Friday night at Rampage. Plus, a uh, lumberjack match between Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy. That's going to be interesting. Uh, then we have Leo Rush, lethargic Leo Rush, and Dante Martin versus Lee Moriarty and Matt Seidel, aka Evan Bourne. This wasn't too bad. Uh, again, I am not a fan of Leo Rush. Never have been, never will be. But he did all right, however. He didn't do too badly here. Nante Martin, of course, I do like him and his brother of top flight, but I just think that they need his brother back then, having Leo Rush team up with Dante, if you ask me. Darius Darius is still hurt, I've heard. And then, of course, you had a really good main event between Dax and Pac. That was really, really good between those two, however, who know each other all well back in the day when they were uh, FTR, however, or excuse me, The Revival, and, of course, uh, Neville. Uh, rehashing their old history from NXT, WWE. Uh, this was good. And of course, we saw what happened after when Cash and uh, then Malachi Black and Andrade asked Clown Ego, Idolo, and Malachi, uh, the um, very dangerous, uh, monstrous Malachi Black showed up, a.k.a. Alistair Black, whatever you call it. Then Cody and the Lucha Boy show up, and then all hell breaks loose. And that was pretty interesting. However, so we set up that match for... Uh, Saturday, but all told, compared to last week, except for really the squash match between Jungle Boy and, uh, or not, Warlow and Wheeler, Utah, this was better than last week. I thought they did a really good job of hyping up Full Gear, and yes, 
I will try to have my predictions for you tomorrow night, Howard. But speaking of tomorrow night, and I mentioned this last night, there is a little difference that Mr. Uh, Man in his, let's just say, blue and white Tar Heel outfit has to settle with yours truly here because tomorrow night, folks, we will see the University of Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Panthers, if you will, that is, taking on the North Carolina Tar Heels in college football. The Tar Heels enter the night 5-4. and four. Pitt enters the night 7-2. Seven, two, seven and, two. and going into that game, Pitt is actually a 7-point favorite, believe it or not. A touchdown favorite. So, I will now turn it back over to the man who, as I always say, always has a different outfit for every day of the week. But tonight he is wearing Tar Heel blue because he knows I'll be wearing blue and white tomorrow night for the oh, Pitt-North Carolina game. So I will ask him yeah. his uh, stakes and his terms for the big match between Pitt-North Carolina tomorrow night. Well, my stakes are I want a London brawl, I want it fixed right, and I want some A1 sauce on That's why I want my stakes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, there you go. Sounds good. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, some very careful thought, thoughts here and careful thoughts and careful consideration here, of course, here as well. And I'll be able to be back on Wolfpack tomorrow. We were going to emphasize a little bit more about Dynamite tomorrow as well. So I'm hoping you'll be able to be on to, to we can talk about a little bit more about Dynamite too because that's, that's why I try to save it that but i also want to get in some more survivor series moments here gentlemen by the way so before the night we're going few, to do some... a few minutes before i go for the night yeah okay okay but first let's like you said let's take care of this piece of business you said this thing was tomorrow night uh of course obviously everybody knows i'm going for of course the uh blue and white of course the tar heels of course here as well which i do give kudos to new basketball coach hubert davis on getting his first win and uh um all right john but not yet john i gotta do this with jd and then we'll take care of that okay i, tr- I promise you we, we will so um but I, congratulations to basketball coach hubert davis first win kudos to him indeed kudos to him um I forgot who they played, but I know that they won. They I know he won his first game as the head coach. Uh, let's see, let's see. Pondering this here, Loyola, uh, Maryland. That's who it was. Oh, okay, okay. So it was, it was, it was, it was, it was somewhere. It was a team that they played. Yeah, Loyola, Maryland. However. They played how I am. Or Maryland. Loyola, Maryland. Loyola, Maryland. Maryland? Mm. Maryland. Oh, okay. Loyola, Maryland. Oh, okay. They will be playing Brown, however. And yes, what can Brown do for you, however, this Friday night? Uh, the College of Charleston, of course, next Tuesday. Then, of course, they got a, a big game against Purdue, however, uh, a rare uh, game in Purdue, against Purdue however, next Saturday. But then UNC Asheville, but of course, December 1st, they play Michigan. That is going to be a very big game, the ACC Big Ten Challenge, and that is in Chapel Hill, by the way, followed by Elon mm-hmm. Furman. UCLA, Howard, in Las Vegas, right before Christmas, believe it or not, followed by Appalachian, and then, of course, they open up conference play at the end of December, 
West Virginia Tech. The first time they will play Pittsburgh will be February 16th in Chapel Hill. And that's it. They played Pitt only one time this year, oh. believe it or not. Okay. All right. Thank you there, J.D. Um, and actually, I thought about this very, very carefully. I was sitting here thinking about it last night when you brought it up. And I think I've got, I think I've got the perfect, perfect solution. All right. I think this, now that this sounds academic to me. This is the best thing that I can really bring into it. Is if, in fact, we're win here, we say the word if. I think, J.D., that seems only fair. We say the word if, not win. Okay. Um, if, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it on your side of the ball game here. If okay. it wins, okay, if. Yep. Okay. okay. Then you will have the option of hosting an episode of Evolution or Wolfpack. Uh, you pick the week and you pick the day or the night. Okay. And you okay. can take that episode of either Revolution or Wolfpack, whichever one you would like to do, whichever one you're comfortable with All doing. Right. If, if I win, this is a big if here. If I win, I take an episode of Raw Radio at my choosing. Fair enough. I'll accept it. Okay. Okay. There's a, I mean, that's the best thing I can really think of. I, I really think of doing yep, that. So, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we have worked this out here. And let me just run down the stakes one more time. Of course, JD will have his, of course, uh, meat, uh, um, burnt to a crisp. That way he can't eat it. No, I'm just joking. He'll fix it any way he wants to fix it. Uh, but I'll try to yeah, a good piece of lumber with, with a lot of one sauce on that bad boy. Can't beat the A1. Boom. Okay. And I'll tell you what else I like with it later. But anyway, that, the st- that, that of course, Mind the, that the best. Parm cheese. You put Parmesan cheese on your steak? Yeah, just a little Parmesan cheese on top of it. Yeah, it's really good that way. It, 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 well, I might, I might try it. I might try it. I might try it that it's way. It's not sometime. bad that way. Especially I, with the I've mushroom. done that many a time. It's very tasty that way. A way of doing a baked potato sometime too. Let me know later, and I'll tell you there about you it. Go. Anyway, said that. Then I'll tell you there's a certain way I eat a baked potato. I'll tell you about that later. Anyway. And as, 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 as we just announced, ladies and gentlemen, the stakes for this is, are as follows. If J.D.'s team, of course, Pittsburgh, beats Carolina, then J.D. will cho- get to choose the night, regardless if it's, an ep- if it, if it's a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Friday night revolution, or for an NWO Wolfpack, J.D. will take my spot in hosting that show. However, if... Carolina pulls the win off here in this, and I will choose what day I would like to take an episode of Raw Radio. So that's the way we we got planned out. So of course JD will say may the best man win, and of course that is written of course that is written of a one sauce by the way. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, okay, there you go. Now. Now, of course, let's go ahead. Let's get to, of course, our fun thing here. As we've been promising the Battle Survivor Series on the 21st, we're going to bring some great personal moments of, of course, from a Survivor Series dating back to this very beginnings in 1987. 
up until, of course, say last year. John made a request. is asked to see if he can go first. And I'm going to say, John, yes, please name your match or moment, if you please. I'm sure he's going to have a good one. I think I know who's going to be concerned as well. And why does that, J.D., I got to ask a personal opinion about a couple of things that I've seen posted in terms of wrestling here. Uh, this thing here, talk about, of course, I said, I said tonight, Rocky Romero wrestled on AEW Dynamite. What about what would you think about him, of course, bringing in this offer from Kazuchika Okada to Orange Cassidy and the best friends on joining their group Chaos? I thought it was very Japan. good. I mean, I've seen Rocky once before this, and I was very impressed with what he brought to the table tonight. I mean, him and Daniel Bryan, I mean, I told Danny a little bit ago, it was sort of like watching Guerrero Malenko of ECW back in the mid-90s. I mean, it was a very scientific affair. It was a definitely a respect factor between the two of them, and they definitely brought their A-game. And uh, I think the fans in Justin Sanger Woods were, saw a real treat with these two. And like I said, these guys definitely brought their A-game tonight, and these guys definitely did not mm -hmm. disappoint, I think. And mm -hmm. anyone who said that, however, doesn't know their you-know-what from a hole in the ground. And also, obviously, of course, like I said, Orange Cassidy and the best friends accepted the invitation to join Chaos. So, apparently, I don't know how that's what that's going to be, but that's going to be pretty darn that's pretty darn interesting, of course, right there. Uh, obviously, of course, they said that, that from a match that took place at an at an event on Halloween, uh, Matt Tremont is still in the hospital, recovering from burns. He uh, suffered from a uh, uh, I think it was between him and a, and a Tushi Onida. But they said Matt Tremont was still in the hospital. I'll <coughs> call some prayers out to him, of course, here as well. Uh, there was something else I'll find in here in a little bit. and, and I'll, uh, Also, by the way, they said that uh, Adam Pacman Jones could be heading to prison. Yeah, I think I he's, he's definitely on his way there, no doubt about it. He, he's in deep do do let's just say he really is yes john's got a good moment here guys and this is a very unique one here this is from 1999 uh and john you can start putting your take about this about this and this is on a match this is a moment matches or and or moments here okay and of course it was the moment from survivor series 1999 when stone cold was hit by a car uh john what was your take about that about that moment of course, it said, John says here, Triple H wanted to get Austin out of the way, obviously before the triple threat match. And he, and he successfully did. But what he didn't expect was that the big show was going to be replacing Stone Cold. And I think, I think that's, I think the big show actually won his first belt at this event after this. Um, I think that's what happened. But one year later, we found out who the corporates were. And of course, obviously, it was not only Triple H, but it was also, of course, Rikishi, who, of course, as JD often says, I did it for The Rock. Yeah. Yeah. About, okay. Okay. Um, okay. And John says he had a few scenarios on who could have ran down Stone Cold. And of course, he mentions, he, may, he mentioned a couple of people, like in the form of Hulk Hogan or Shawn Michaels. Okay. okay, Justin, what was your thoughts here about um, 
your thoughts here about Stone Cold getting hit by a car at, at the 99 Survivor Series? You know, my opinion, um, Stone Cold Triple H was was an egomaniac. He was jealous of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And um, in my opinion, I think Stone Triple H, um, the reason why he hired Rikisha Reno was Stone Cold because um, because of the act of um, cowardness, because he because um, he knew that Stone Cold was gonna Stone that Stone Cold was gonna take that WWF title away from him because he because he knew he's the um the, he's the um, most top baby face in WWE. Mm-hmm. Sure, indeed, I agree. Uh, JD, your thoughts about this moment here? Uh, Stone Cold getting hit by a car in 1999. It was uh, one of the, it was interesting, let's just say that. I mean, it was very, very interesting. But you know what they said after what happened with the whole Rock Rikishi thing? This is what, what they, they described say? it as. Santa, Merry Christmas. Got some fruity pebbles for old St. Nick? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good boy. Santa. Oh, Christmas, Fred and Barney. Barney, my pebbles. Careful, Fred. Santa's watching. <laughs> Happy holidays from Post Fruity and Cocoa Pebbles cereal. S J D. I wouldn't mind both your pebbles because I actually still eat that to this very day. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I used to no, eat them all the time when I was little. Hey, I, I, I still eat some now. So hey. Hey, you're never too old to eat that type of cereal, you know what I mean? My personal favorite, guys, Golden Grams. I'll admit it. I still love Golden Grams. There you go. I'm glad they still make them, too. Um, I like I like Crunch Berries when I was little. Okay. Um, uh, JD likes Captain Crunch's Peanut Butter Crunch because, never mind, I, I, can't, I, I, can't, I can't do that. <laughs> you can't do the whole time. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm sorry. Silly no. Rabbit. Silly rabbit tricks of silly, kids. Silly rabbit. Never mind. I can't do crap. Man, I keep screwing up. I can't do him tonight, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's okay. I'm in a good mood. I'm not going to do it tonight. JD, you're off the hook tonight. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see here. <laughs> um, Survivor Series here. Uh, well, let me mention this. You mentioned Triple H here. And I'll start with JD and asking him about this is my moment. This is my thought I have right here. Uh, Survivor Series 2003, of course, the match between Triple H and Goldberg for the World Heavyweight Title. JD, what was your thoughts about this match? It wasn't a bad match, but again, it wasn't a great match either. It was kind of there. Was it a mistake for Goldberg to go in there with his? Um, with his ankle all taped up like it was, and yes, because if he wasn't, if he was hundred percent, then he could have given um, Hunter a good match. And this was at a time when Hunter was playing his ego, going on both in and out of the ring, somewhat. Okay. Uh, John, uh, I think he's saying here that uh, John says he didn't believe it was a mistake at all. Of course, actually, Goldberg did shut the game down. Of course, he shut down all of Evolution here as well, even using the sledgehammer. Of course, I, I mean, Jim Ross was even, of course, shocked. You know, 
you know, seeing the combination of Goldberg holding a sledgehammer. That's a big lethal combination right there. Yeah. Especially during around that time. Yeah. Uh, Justin, your thoughts about Goldberg versus Triple H for the world heavyweight title from the 2003 Survivor Series? You know, um, my no, my opinion. You know, all I can say is that um, Goldberg won the match. And you know, you know, I know that you know my um in the next in the next month in the next pay per view after Survivor Series came this next pay per view called uh. Um, Armageddon and Triple H beat Go Goldberg. You know, you know because of um this man. And you know, you know why? Why? Um, you know this Triple H has ever since WCW went out of business. When WCW came out, uh, and when w, ever since when WCW came out of business, and when WCW stars came to that company, came to WWE, Triple H buried a lot many WCW stars. But he buried Goldberg at WrestleMania 13 that same year. And he buried Goldberg at Armageddon. He also buried Scott Steiner at, um, in September 2003 at this pay-per-view called um, Unforgiven 2003. And he, mm-hmm. buried, he buried Sting at WrestleMania 31. So oh. somebody should remind, someone should remind, someone, he mean, um, all because it's all because of this man, it was this man's idea because of his hatred towards WCW. And, um, mm. sure. And, um, and, um, so Triple H, Triple H is kind of a hypocritical because someone should remind Triple H. That, I mean, someone should, and I think Triple H and Vince McMahon are both hypocritical because someone should remind um, Vince McMahon that his son-in-law Triple H was a WCW star before coming to WWE. He was known as Terrorizing and John Paul um, Levesque. Levesque. In WCW. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure this was possibly payback that Triple H wanted to instill upon those those who were loyal to WCW because obviously he never got really a big time break and everything like that. Yeah, Eric Bischoff fired him. Of course, obviously through the FedEx method. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sure JD's heard all the stories about the about firing the what the, 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 the wrestlers being mm-hmm, fired mm-hmm. Dur- during what during the FedEx By method. FedEx, yep. I guess you can say. Yeah. Uh, Hunter, uh, Austin, Austin, Steamboat, we're just, we're just a few of them, yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> but uh, uh, obviously, of course, and you know, it's kind of funny because I happen to see in several clips here about this, about you know, that, that when Triple H was in WCW, and of course, like you say, he did, he did, he dressed up kind of like how William Regal would do as Stephen Regal later on, of course, in WCW. That obviously, of course, one young superstar that really got over him more than anything, I think, was Alex Wright. Because there was uh, several matches, I think, between him and Alex Wright during his time in WCW. I think Alex Wright got the better of him on a couple of occasions. And he was more popular at that time, of course. <clears throat> and JD dances to Alex Wright's theme song every single night, too. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Justin, uh, let's see. Um, let's see. I think you left your thoughts. You left, you left some. I think you, uh, let's see. See, did just see. 
um, yeah, Justin did his. Yeah, Justin did his. That's right. Um, uh, JD's, that's here. I'm sure you got a bunch of them you'd like to mention. Please go ahead and mention them. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. I'm going to go with, um, my first one would be probably the Heart Foundation and the Knights, however, from 1993, however, which led into the big feud between Brett and Owen of 94. This was interesting because you saw what happened, however, with the two of them, however, and began an interesting feud that would uh, culminate, of course, in the steel cage match in SummerSlam that year. They had a great match at WrestleMania. We saw what happened, of course, when Brett won the title back at WrestleMania 10 after losing it at WrestleMania 9 the year before. So, that's my mm-hmm. pick. Okay. Uh, okay, John, what was your thoughts about this one here? J.D. I think you said J.D. was 93, you said? Uh um, what was your thoughts about the one the, this moment that JD has brought up? <clears throat> mm, excuse me. And John says he does remember this. This actually started the heel turn for, of course, Owen Hart, which is that kind of that was known as known as the the Rocket Owen Hart around that time. I think it was. Before he, before he started calling himself, I guess, the King of Hearts and all that stuff. <clears throat> okay. John, anything else here you wish? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. Um, okay, John, we'll mention... Okay. John, we'll, we'll mention this one here in just a moment here, even just a second. Let me ask uh, Justin here... His thoughts here about what happened here, I believe this is the moment that J.D. brought up here between, I think, the Hart Foundation and the Knights from 1993. What was your thoughts here about this? Uh, okay, you said Hart Foundation, um, Survivor Series, 93? Yes, I did. Um. Yes, I remember that. That was that was um that was okay. Um, they were um pretty. Yeah, there were issues. Um, Owen Hart was very upset at his brother Brett, and um, you try and Brett, Brett tried to calm him down. Then later on, uh, uh, he um, Brett asked Owen um they can go after tag team titles against the Rebecca's at and next at the at Royal Rumble '94. Then that went, um later um they lost they lost and lost lost that match then bam on one turn heel on his brother. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I believe that's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. John's got one more here before he has to leave. Um and this is actually and John will get your take on this. The Survivor Series season two, which was the first ever elimination chamber match. Uh, John, let's just get your thoughts here about this. Is who chose the the match here?
<clears throat> John said this was an awesome match, not bad for the first elimination chamber. Of course, you got RVD, Kane, Booker T, Chris Jericho, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels putting their bodies on the line there for that match. And, and there was one winner, of course, it was the Heartbreak Kid himself becoming the World Heavyweight Champion, a title he's never held since 1998. But the chamber was an awesome sight to see. Of course, like I said, this was the first time I believe this was ever, the Elimination Chamber was ever used. Uh, John, anything else you wish to bring up? And John says he's got to go. But thank you very much there, John. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. We'll talk at you tomorrow night on NWO Wolfpack uh, 329. Thank you very much there, sir, for joining us here. Let's get JD's thoughts about this. Okay, and John's got some more to talk about here tomorrow. Some more students. We can't wait. Indeed. Uh, JD, your thoughts here about the one that John picked out here. The first ever elimination chamber match from Survivor Series 2002. All right, there you go. Had to mute that for a minute. Sorry about that. Uh, good match. Yeah. Very good match, however. Like I said, however, very entertaining. And like I okay. said, however. All I can say about that. Now, on that note, I'm going to get rolling. As much as I hate to say it, I'm going to get rolling. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Okay, JD, thank you very much, here, sir. Talk to you tomorrow on Wolfpack as well. Thank you very much. Peace, JD. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you both. Of course, the Iceman, Jared D. Geronimo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, for joining us here, of course, here tonight. John, of course, is getting his podcast ready to go. You can check that out, of course, here. I do believe we'll be on his, I believe we'll be on his, uh, on his personal, uh, on his Facebook wall, I believe. So you can check that out if you want to, of course, listen in to that, as there'll be a lot to talk about here tonight, I'm sure, including uh, Dynamite and a few other little things here, of course, as well. So be sure to definitely check that out here as well, if you wish to, of course, chime in on what everyone has to talk about. Uh, Justin, let's get your, and this is the last one we'll do, is the one that John actually uh, brought up here. Uh, Justin, we'll get your thoughts about this before we get ready to close it up for the night. Um, was the first ever Survivor Series match from Survivor's the Elimination Chamber match, I should say, excuse me, bleh, from Survivor Series 2002. What was your thoughts about this match? Best. Um, Shawn Michaels winning the world title. He had built in about four years prior to that. Not bad. Um, no. Of course, the tights that he wore at that, I think I don't think he ever worn those tights ever again. The same ones he wore at, in that match, I don't think. i never seen them other than that one show. But, but that's okay. <sighs> but but, never, but we have one here, of course, here, you know, you got, you got, of course, obviously, Guys like Booker T, RVD, Kane, Triple H involved in this. <coughs> great, great lineup here, of course, indeed. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have more great Survivor Series matches and moments here, of course, as we continue our Survivor Series discussion as we are going to be – we are 11 days out, of course, until – let's give me an edition of Survivor Series – which, of course, like I said, right now, as of right now, ladies and gentlemen, 
Uh, not really. Uh, we got, I think we've got now officially four matches as a part of the Survivor Series show, uh, men's and women's Survivor Series elimination match. Also, of course, two champion versus champion matches. Of course, we got Big E versus Roman Reigns. And obviously, of course, you've got uh, Charlotte versus Becky. Um, it was not turned out to be, of course, uh, the show that we kind of hoped and all that. But, of course, I'm sure that's what you get. But the fact that with, with of course, the company letting go of the majority of your roster, um, obviously they're just playing it by ear and hoping to be able to uh, um, just hopefully do, work with whatever they have, of course, on hand. So there you have it, there, ladies and gentlemen, of course. And we'll, if we hear any more updates here as well. We also hope to hear an update here before Friday about, of course, the status of Kofi Kingston after what happened last week, of course, whenever uh, Roman Reigns in the bloodline, I think, beat him beat, beat him down uh, on SmackDown last week. We hope to, of course, have any more updates, of course, about him, of course, before this Friday show. So we'll let you know about, of course, all that. Uh, as, we, <coughs> as, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, I'm about ready to, of course, wind it up for episode 1066, of course, here, Revolution. But before, of course, we do so, as always, ladies and gentlemen, one more piece of business that we have to take care of. It is simply put, we do have, of course, our, uh, we do, of course, have our, uh, <clears throat> our, uh, of course, second volley of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays to bring you. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch this. This man's decent and pop culture history and birthday reports each and every day on both WCWS Fan Empire and WCWS Entertainment Cavalcade, of course, every single day, including, of course, on the weekends as well. Uh, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Uh, so let's hear what Justin has to say here as far as bringing his outlook in, of course, uh, bringing his second volley in of, of course, today's wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reason please go ahead and proceed okay today is a happy 34th birthday to uh to carson um from austin texas and uh i know john i mentioned david dave craig's birthday today yes. wrestle dave yeah um, today is also a happy Today's a happy 43rd birthday to um, Scott Schnorr, Canadian wrestler, bearing known by his renamed Scott, Scotty Mack from um, Stream Canadian um, Stream Canadian Championship Wrestling, Elite Canadian Championship Wrestling, as well as other independent promotions in Canada and the United States. Today's a happy 53rd birthday, 50. My 53rd birthday to Hiro Kazu's Hiro Kazu Nagi, 
Lays a happy 51st birthday. Wait, yeah, John already did him. Yeah, John, Bill DeMont. Yeah, you already did him already. John, yeah, and um, yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he did. He did Cowboy Bob Borton already, didn't he? Yes, he mentioned him too. Yes, okay, okay. Um, wrestling history day 50 years ago today, um, in Clinton, Iowa, promotion AWA American Wrestling Association, you crush versus Ray Stevens. I don't know who won. 30 years ago today on WWF Wrestling Challenge, the Legion of Doom defeated Barry Horowitz and Ben Jordan. Barbershop with used to Barber BK's Barbershop with uh, his guests Ric Flair, Ted DiBiase with the Sensational Sherry, Warlord with Harry Whippen and Jimmy Hart, the Survivor Series team. The Mountain is not available, I guess. We met and we get generic and they get generic promo promos from everyone to hype up the Survivor Series. And a complete chair and complete waste of flair who came off as anything but a big deal. And on that not same day, Repo Man makes Repo Man makes his um in ring debut defeating Rock Werner. And the Undertaker with Paul Bear defeated the Texas Tornado Carry Von Eric. 30 years ago today on you on the WWF All-American Wrestling on USA on the USA Network, the Rockers defeated Kado and Brooklyn Brawler in um a promo of IRS, Jake the Snake Roberts, and National Disasters promo for Survivor Series. Hosts the hosts were Mean Gene Oakland and Randy Macho Man Savage and God Rest Their Souls. 30 years ago today. Medusa defeated Lonnie Kai on WCW main event on TBS. 30 years ago today, um, we lost Fritz, William Fritz, Aphelius, very known by his rename, Chad. I know you know um, Dick the Bruiser. That's right. Yeah, I mentioned, I mentioned Dick the Bruiser. Yes. John mentioned. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he yeah he died thirty years ago today. Um, and um, yeah, he was buried. He needs buried. And you know what? He's buried right here where I, where I am, Washington North Park, Washington Park North Northern Cemetery in Indianapolis. He was buried right here. And 20 years ago today, Christian is a guest on WWF Access talking about discussing about the Survivor Series and um and the problem and issues between um the Rock and, and Chris Jericho. 20 years ago today, Spike Dudley defeated Justin Credible on WW on Justin Justin Credible on WWF slash WWE Jack Metal syndication. Ten years ago today, Daniel Bryan defeated William Regal on WWE Superstars, and Bobby Roode defeated James Storm to retain the TNA World Heavyweight Championship on Impact Wrestling. And ten years ago today, Chad, we lost Killer Carl Crox, who competed in the NWA 
and his real name is Herbert Allen Gehrig. He died 20, 10 years ago, state of a heart attack at the age of 80, in the stroke and and following a heart attack and the stroke. He suffered nearly three weeks prior in October uh, October the twentieth, two thousand eleven. You heard of him, right? Who was it? Killer Carl Crocs. His real name is Herbert Allen Gerwig. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yes, I know who you're talking about. Let's see. Um, let's see. Um, now, some here's some pop culture history today. Um, Ten years ago, 30 or 40 years ago today, CBS aired a new TV show. I know you remember this, Chad. It's a short-lived police drama show called Shannon. Starring the late Kevin Dobson. I heard of that, yes. Let's see. Um... Oh wait! Oh hold on! Oh wait! This wait! I mean, wait! That show. That, wait, I'm sorry, my mistake. That show debuted on November November the tenth, nineteen eighty one. My mistake. Let me start. Oh. Over. I'm gonna start. Let me go. Let me fix. Um, oh boy! I keep I keep messing everything up. You know. Oh, you're doing fine. You're doing all right. See, uh, hold on, let's see, try and find where one second, try and find. Try to find a piece of history over the 10th, November 10th, and November the 10th. Okay, um, 40, all right, 40 years, um, 40 years ago today, CBS aired a special called, uh, the Bugs Bunny Thanksgiving Diet, and NBC, NBC aired a, a special called Ultra Quiz. I know you, I know you remember that show on Chad, Ultra Quiz. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard that in a long time. See, and see. And see, uh, 20 years ago today, at thir- I mean, 30 years ago today, NBC, ABC aired a made-for-TV movie called Wife, Mother, Murderer. And 30 years ago today, CBS aired a made-for-TV movie called My Son Johnny. And NBC aired a made-for-TV movie called The Return of Elliot Ness. 
starring the late Robert Stack, who's yeah, starring the late Robert Stack, who who played um, Elliot Ness in the original TV show, um, The Untouchables, in the, on ABC in the 1950s. He and he was currently in Chad. He was currently working on. Um, he was working on um, while he did. Yeah, he was working on the TV, the TV show Unsolved Mysteries, Mysteries, which was on NBC, which which he did the move, movie um, The Return of Elliot Ness. Uh, um, at that time so that means he had two he worked he had two he, had, he, he while he was working on on unsolved mysteries on nbc he was he had the uh, nbc aired um the made for tv movie called return of Ness at that time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh that's right that's right that's right man god rest his soul robert stack Indeed. Let's see. Um, see. Okay, and um, So you try and find one. That's it. Okay. Thank you very much, there, Justin. And ladies and gentlemen, you can always chat every single day, including, of course, on Saturday, Sundays. <clears throat> courtesy of the soul man justin lewis fleming his uh wrestling and pop culture history report of course the wrestling portion you can check out on wcws fan empire facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash wcws appreciation and also the pop culture version portion on wcws cavalcade foot.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS entertainment <clears throat> on that note ladies and gentlemen I want to hereby thank you for joining us here tonight for episode number 1066 of revolution here tonight Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw hereby thanks the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo, the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming and the Human Suplex Machine John Gross as of course we did of course discuss your of course in, in a little bit but we don't get in your wrestling news and views here for tonight, of course, John and Justin both provided their reports on today's wrestling and pop culture uh, history and birthdays. We also did get some thoughts in, of course, about last night's edition of NXT. Plus, also, we got in a couple of little pieces of uh, of uh, thoughts about uh, tonight's edition of AEW Dynamite. We also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, JD did get in a few little news news segments in. So we of course confirmed, of course, something that I was told uh, yesterday that obviously AEW is going to be coming to my neck of the woods here in Greensboro, coming up here three days before Christmas. So, so Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler, of course, was correct in that assessment. But of course, I just had not heard until I had to make absolutely certain about it, and sure enough, that that was the case. We also, of course, brought up some very interesting moments here. As 
gentlemen, <coughs> as far as, of course, matches and moments, of course, here from Survivor Series, everything from Stone Cold getting hit by a car in 1999 to, of course, the first ever Elimination Chamber match that took place, of course, in 2002. And also, ladies and gentlemen, I did give an update here as far as the full gear prediction title challenge in which we were informed that two matches have been added on. Uh, Wikipedia has not as of yet updated, fully updated, of course, their card for full gear here as of yet, but I'm sure it is still being worked on. I'm sure it will be updated by sometime tomorrow. Um, but we did get, we did confirm, we did hear that there were two more matches added on and that was a, a men's tag team match pitting uh, Pac teaming up with Cody Rhodes, taking on Malachi Black and Andrade Ellie Dolo. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> we did also hear that there was a women's tag set for this Saturday, uh, pitting uh, Jamie Hayter teaming up with Nyla Rose, taking on Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida. So, but we have not, we have not received any word from Wikipedia about the women's tag team match. But as soon as we hear something about that, I will add that on to the pay-per-view prediction center second phase uh, Facebook page. <clears throat> which, of course, I have added the men's tag match already on there. So if you have not voted, folks, if you want to be involved in this prediction title challenge, go ahead and go to the page here here today and get and, and of course vote on who, on who you think will win each of the each of those matches. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, there's, there's a lot riding it riding on all all this. Remember, of course, the winner receives a shot against Jody Valentine. For the AEWS Full Gear Championship, second place wins the WWF US Wrestling Classic. Third place wins the NJPWS Power Struggle Championship. Fourth place wins the new WCWS Generation Championship, and fifth place wins the new WCWS Red Arrow Championship. So there's so like I said, you could earn an opportunity. Uh, either a title shot or one of four new championship belts. So be sure to, of course, uh, check that out here, of course. Here, here, of course, here, like I said, get in. Of course, like I said, you have until, of course, before full gear starts on Saturday to get votes on, on in there. And also keep in mind that Antonio Gutierrez and Justin Carter are current, the current AWS World Tag Team Champions are currently leading the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, three votes to two. So like I said, uh, especially I was going to tell you, Justin, you and John, you got voted on that on that particular one. You can go on there and vote on there right now. Of course, I'll be announcing the winner of that match, of course, on Friday. So be sure to, of course, try to get your votes in on that before all that take, before that, of course, that officially ends, <clears throat> of course. So. Uh, but, but of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot going on here, of course, here as well. Um, be sure to check out all of our pages, of course, here in WCWS, of course, including, as we said, Fan Empire, Entertainment Cavalcade, the Pay-Per-View pay Prediction Center, Second Phase page, including, of course, uh, Location of Animation, Sports Roundup, uh, the Movie Channel, of course, Game Show Alley, our tribute groups to Don Rickles, John Johnny Carson, as well as, of course, Whose Line Is It Anyway, as well as, of course, Knight Rider, uh, Home Improvement, The Power Rangers. <clears throat> also, of course, NASCAR US, High Octane 
history, week retro review cards of the past. Uh, Justin will have you a clothespin ready to go if you want to visit, of course, the group called the Gaseous Affair. But I've added a couple more there just recently. Uh, <clears throat> also, check out, of course, Women of WCWS for some great ladies wrestling matches. Also, some of our, our wrestling tribute groups, including AEW US, NXT US, uh, NWA US, ROH US, WCCW US. WWF US and so forth. Be sure to check out all those pages here today. And also, by all means, check out the video vault where we've posted a lot more great matches and moments, of course, on here as well. We hope to bring some more stuff on there, of course, here very, very soon. So be sure to check out, of course, what we've got on hand right there, right now. And of course, we'll continue to add more moments and matches on there as well. If you want to check out some classic stuff here, in case you're getting a little bit tired of WWE product. So so be sure to, of course, check out some of the stuff we've got on there, of course, as of right now. <clears throat> Revolution episode 1066 is a broadcast of the WCW US radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, six years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Continue to stay safe out there, ladies and gentlemen, while we're still... Uh, hopefully winding down this pandemic, we're still trying to stay, keep everyone, tell everyone to please try to keep it as safe as you possibly can out there, folks. Of course, there's a whole lot, a whole lot of everything going on right now. <clears throat> you can never be too careful here. Of course, like I said, be sure to keep yourself safe, keep your family and friends safe. Um, Also, of course, uh, like I said, just just uh, just remain, like I said, as cautious as you possibly can. Uh, but of course, make sure you're you're of course always uh, doing everything to the best of your ability to keep everyone, of course, in your home as safe as as everyone as possibly can. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, I do extend my humblest apologies for starting the show late as I did. Uh, of course, obviously, of course, lost track of time, and obviously, of course, uh, I think. Uh, while I was trying to get prepped for the show, I guess I stretched out and I guess I got too comfortable. And I guess that's probably what happens when you end up dozing off there. And it just, <clears throat> just, it just kind of, just kind of hurts us a little bit here and there and all that. So ladies and gentlemen, until then, of course, be sure to join us tomorrow for wrestling debate one, three, nine, nine, two, five pound at seven 30. And also episode three twenty nine of NWO Wolfpack one, three, eight, five, two, one pound coming up here of course uh tomorrow night at nine o'clock of course here as well as we'll have more stuff to talk about and hopefully we'll start getting some predictions in for aw's full gear show and of course continue that voting on the pay-per-view prediction center second phase page until then ladies and gentlemen since 2015 your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling pop culture and everything in between this is of course the one and the only the wcw us radio network uh Apologies that I didn't get the outro out prepared here tonight, so we won't worry about that here this evening. But I will promise you we will have it ready to go uh, in time for, of course, Wolfpack tomorrow night. Justin, take care, and uh, you have a great evening. We'll talk about you here tomorrow. Take care, and God bless, folks, from the WCWUS Radio Network. Good night. Good night. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.